Welcome to our podcast. Have you read that book by John Ronson? A podcast about shame. 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 Hello. 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 <laughs> We've got shame. We've got more shame. And then we're topping it off with some shame. Real shame. Hello. And welcome to our podcast. Hello. Oh. <laughs> I'm underlining you to do it. You say it and I'll underline you. Uh, Have you read that book by John Ronson? You see, it's a bed of sound. <laughs> it sounds like you're trying to censor me. <laughs> do it again, I'll do it. Sorry, I'll do it okay. uh, hello, welcome to our podcast. <laughs> Have you read that book by John Ronson? <laughs> see, I'm adding intrigue with an ooh. Ooh. You're like a Greek chorus in the corner. Oh, absolutely. Yes, I'm all Greek chorus. My Greek chorus. How are you, baby gates? Hey, baby girl. I'm okay. It's been some time. I missed you. I missed you too. I You've been so far sweet, away. Pretty face. You've been really so good. far away. I've been in New Zealand. Yeah. Everybody missed us because we haven't put out a podcast for so long. Mm-hmm. We're back and we're better than ever. Better than ever. You're brown from New Zealand or maybe it's even so just boring. from London. Just from yesterday ponds. Amazing. The ponds, we must say. Hampstead Ladies Pond. No, you were in mixed pond. I was with a boy. Kind of. But very not modern. like that. Very modern of you. It makes me feel, all this sunshine makes me feel very um, aroused. <laughs> <laughs> um, I find the ponds should be arousing mm. because obviously they are. It's very fecund. There's little birds everywhere. All the traditional birds sexy really get things. <laughs> but because I love it, but I find it, it it makes my body so itchy with hives. Right. So many really? Yeah. So I keep doing it, and it's getting better. I think I'm just trying to like um, immunize myself mm. to it. But I, I just basically it's not a sexy place for me. Sexy place. The thing is, I used to get that itch itch, and now I don't. So maybe it's better. Maybe it's something's better in the water. The water is sometimes when they um, drain it, and or no, they, they it was basically less dog no duck poop. Oh, that's nice, yeah. isn't it? Tiny baby birds, uh, tiny baby ducklings are in the pond right now. <gasps> one slam oh, right by my that. face. Oh. God, one followed me one year, and it was my happiest time ever. The duck followed me quite a way, like boop, 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 behind my head, and this woman said, this duck is following me, and I turned around, and it was face to face with me, and it was the happiest day of my life. You thought you were a little mama duck? Yeah, and I would have brought it up. I would have raised it like my own. Yeah, then when it gets to a duck age, you're like, oh, that's boring. Yeah, no, actually, I do duck. like ducks, actually. Yeah, ducks are lovely. I guess, you know, let them live their pond life, though. Yeah. No, yeah, fair do. It's not about you. I bought, I fed them some seeds, because um, I'm that guy, and mm-hmm. I, because I bought these seeds, these duck seeds, thinking Why? they were human seeds, <laughs> I needed to put them in my bed rest of it. The clue was the big bird on the front of the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew that there were specific seeds for ducks? The dirty ones. Oh, that's the only difference. Well, no, I don't know. It's like millet and stuff, apparently. Oh. Jane from the ponds was telling me all about it. Don't worry, I know the, I know the ladies. And guess who my flatmates saw there yesterday? Helen Bonham Carter and the ladies, if you don't fucking mind. Guess who I saw? Who? My old French teacher. Very similar. <laughs> <laughs> Very similar. I don't fucking mind at all. Don't you swear. So let's get to, I mean, let's stop talking about ducks Pardon your French. Pardon. Sorry, it took me too long. <laughs> no, I liked it. Shouted about <laughs> Next link. Lovely. Shame. Um, so, how was New Zealand? You went there for the comedy festival? Very pretty place. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Hats off to them, what they've done with the area. Yeah. A lot of trees. Mountains everywhere. Yes, sea. I went to, I went in a little boat, actually, uh, across the other island. It was in a 20-minute boat. People at, like, a boat stop <laughs> for 
as if a, bu- a bus stop, but a boat stop. That's what we're talking about for the lives there. So I went over on this boat, but I left my bag, like a mad old lady, where I was sitting. Because I was having an argument with someone about this work thing. They sent this pr- uh, they sent this uh, <laughs> pitch off, and I hadn't approved the pitch. So I was like, this isn't good enough. And then I was really getting in a stew. So I left my bag at this place, got on the boat. The boat was drifting away. like They're, they're sailing away. Oh, really, uh, yeah, sure. With them sight in mind and <laughs> I said purposely ah, drifting away yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to the other boat stop <laughs> and uh, I said ah, I've left my bag and then I tried to jump back on not <gasps> even think I, it was in such a daze I think I got up too early had jet lag or whatever and then I tried to jump back onto the shore and they were like no and then they like put the boat safely there and let me go and get my bag what a mad old witch <laughs> you left your bag on the shore and then yeah, you tried like to jump off the boat cafe, just on a bench I left my rucksack so you tried to jump off the boat yeah not wow. even thinking, just like made a run to the thing and they were like, what are you doing? Um, next week, this mm. is, we should say, a little sweet appetizer, amuse-bouche. Well, it's a podcast in its own right, we just don't have a guest. If you want, I can do a character though. Okay. Shame. Uh, uh, welcome to the podcast. Janie Jane. Janie Jane. Janie, so nice to have you here. Oh yeah, I want to talk a bit about my shame. I've been creating so much shame. Where, you know where are you from then, Janie? I'm from all over. My father was in the armed forces. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I've also got a speech impediment too. Oh, uh, well. But I'm not ashamed. No shame. I'm please. not ashamed because it's just me. If you don't love Janie Jane for who she is, then then you're not for me. You're not for Janie Jane if you don't love Janie Jane? No. Janie Jane and loves people who love Janie Jane and we've got that in common because I like love myself. Motto for, yeah, I could have that motto for myself, I guess, you know? Yeah. Uh, people don't like Amy and Annette, then don't come in. Don't knock, come knock. into my house. No, no. Can't come in. Can't come in. Who can't me. come in? No, we're getting post. Anyone that doesn't, uh, anyone that's not on board with your work brand. Janie, it's lovely to meet you. Bye bye. A pleasure. <laughs> Good day. Um, Janie Jane, if you could just fuck off now. Next week, We've got, we're going to release our fantastic interview oh. with the doctor, I'm going to go for Dr. Robert Roland Smith. He probably is, a, he's done a lot of studying. He's done he? a lot of studying. If he's not a doctor by now. When I did his research, oh, when I did research on his research, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. I did a lot of research for the character journey, Jane. <laughs> <laughs> no, there wasn't a lot of stuff. He was an interesting guy. Oh, that's going to be a good podcast. That's a good podcast. As podcasts go, that's he, in the nine out of tens. I'd say so, he really got, hello, hello? that's my chair. <laughs> Get comfortable. Yeah. Uh, he really got into my head at one point. Mm. Ooh, I've, I've been thinking about that recently because we're talking about, we talk about it in the podcast, so I won't spoil it now, but we mm. talk about the love languages. Mm. And I was talking about that I like to give gifts and I was trying to do basically what he did to me when he really got in my head when I said I love giving gifts to someone else. And it, I couldn't do it. I found it very hard. Yeah. I tried to shake him up a little. Like <laughs> I was shook. <laughs> and they didn't go for it. No, I don't think I had the gra- gra- gravitas. He's had natural authority, but also an intensity. We shouldn't talk about him, actually, because he might listen. I hope he listens. I, I, thought, I thought it was a fantastic guest. Yeah, he's, it was a fantastic guest. Very yeah. interesting. Another one booked by me. Well done, me. Yay. <laughs> about the terrorist attacks. Oh, <sighs> so hard, isn't it? Horrible. Yeah. I mean, we can't not bring it up, but we, well, we could, actually. But, um... When it is so close to home, you do think, oh, shit. Well, no, I'm always thinking that it's happening all over the world, actually. But you yeah. you can't help it. It's human nature. When it when it happens on your doorstep, to think, to be even more... Well, no, but it's also the scale of it. It's like if an area is largely untouched by terrorism, and then it starts happening there, mm. and then you're like, oh, well, civilization as we know it might crumble, and that's that's the... I just felt scary so stuff. niche. 
mm. my partner, partner of love. Um, <laughs> is, Could you call him your lover, please? <laughs> no. Spice things up a bit. My respected. No. Respectful. Your fuck piece. <laughs> <laughs> fuck piece. <laughs> no. No. Your lover. My kind gentleman friend um, he was tweeting about it last night and I just feel like he's got a much bigger capacity than I do to sort of open his heart to these things and it worries me that I basically am sort of a, I feel like sometimes I'm in denial about stuff because yeah. I, I guess it's a, it's a coping mechanism, you know how can you be a sane person if these things happen to you if you start to think about it, but then actually if you start to open your heart to it and start having that be but I find like I want to know what that tweet was now. Well, he was just retweeting things saying like "Don't share false leads," yeah, and yeah, yeah. Donald Trump tweeted about the travel ban and uh, Nish replied saying "Not now," yeah. and like he was just getting quite involved in it. And I was still drinking prosecco in Crystal yeah. Palace. Yeah, and we've all got different ways of coping, haven't we? <laughs> well, I just felt like I feel like I even sometimes do with politics as well. Like I sort of you kind of intellectualize stuff so I know study politics so I sort of know a bit about it not anywhere near as much as you probably should if you spent that amount of money trying to learn it but mm. weirdly that doesn't make me more knowledgeable it kind of allows me this sort of horrible snobby not even snobby like I guess privileged um separation yeah from the real issues I just think I'm piece of work I'm a real piece of work I don't think hey no shame it's not you going up on the roads trying to kill people is it no but you know I just think it's an interesting Nish is much better at sort of I, when he when when um, Trump won he was so angry correctly and I also was angry but I just somehow feel find it really hard to feel those emotions when it's just a little old it me it took me ages to get my head around like I, I, I think you're like sometimes I was numb for a bit about the Trump thing and then I was like oh oh, oh well maybe we're, that was when the Tories got in I was ups- really upset but not as upset and then it really dawned on me mm. and, may, and I can't remember about Trump I mean I do I do remember being quite flawed by it yeah but I just, it's just a, it's that we all feel quite helpless of like yeah. what can we do like great tweet about it great we all feel the same but but actually, I think I'm kind of in... That's what I feel like. I feel that. I sort of think, well, who am I? I mean, I'm making myself like a little, myself like a little martyr, which I don't feel. Like, I think weirdly, it's more that I'm quite self-important. I'm like, well, I'm slightly separate from these things. I don't... like. But actually, I should open myself up, feel these emotions. Mm. Like, But I kind of feel like if you start to open yourself up, I'm just in admiration of Nish and other people's ability to open themselves up to that sort of emotion. You know, like, it's, everything is depressing yeah. and horrible about that attack. Yeah. And the idea that you'd be able to, in some way, process it, have an emotion have an emotion about it and talk about that, I find almost impossible. Why don't you... No. <laughs> have cranial <laughs> take no, 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 no. Fucking hell, I'm not suggesting that to anyone again. <laughs> so, um, no, I've said that too much, but I wasn't going to say that, actually. Oh. I was going to say, why don't you go and try and find the victims and then you'll feel <laughs> well yeah that's the thing isn't yeah. it it's like what do I need to, to yeah. have it right in front of my eyes no I obviously I don't want that but like yeah anyway it's not really about me this but it, I think it's an under, it's an interesting thing about emotions and how you shame I think is often well the only way that you actually do feel a response to things yeah and shame and hurt and anger and frustration and weak feeling helpless I was um really upset last night and my flatmate wasn't that upset and I was like oh you know I wanted someone to commiserate with mm. and then then this morning's first thing I thought about and I was like shit 
And then I went to Zumba and I thought, how come <laughs> I was joking. do this? But I was like, I'm going to Zumba just thinking, here we all are, zumbering away, like, forget it. Mm. Like, I mean, yes, I am in the right age bracket for Zumba, no. But um, the, what it was subdued there, and usually it's really fun, and she's, <laughs> God, I sound like such a moron, but usually it's a really fun class, and she's, they're always very smiley, and they've got jazzy pants on, guys. Mm. I'm 100 years old. And then um, she was really like, come on, come on, and no one was really into it, and I thought, well, of course they're not, you know. Which is, but interesting, I went to improv this morning, and... Mm. What full lives we lead. <laughs> God, we're like cartoons, aren't we? Like sassy independent Cut. women out there doing the exact activities that only dickheads do. Yeah. But we didn't talk about it at all, wasn't referenced. Really? No, and it was like this weird audition thing for the teams that they have as part of this school yeah. that I've been going to and it everyone was taking it really seriously. And actually so did I, but but anyway, so there's nothing new we can add to that. No. Just a very... Um, Just add our condolences yeah, and sympathies. And, yeah. Right, so... Other things I wanted to work. And you know this podcast about shame, yes? Uh-huh. Oh, well, two things. One, that when that Guardian article came out, I said, I think everyone knows about it, where I talked about really deep stuff. And I want to say you. it was fantastic. Okay. I know I, I got to read it slightly before it went out, and okay. I kept telling people... Like, watch out for this yeah I did, <laughs> did you? yeah I kept being like guys there's something coming up soon on the Guardian <laughs> keep, an, keep a weather keep eye out no but Lou it's fun it's such a good article it's so powerful the simplicity with which and the sort of honesty and openness with which you talk about but also lulls also great lulls but it's super funny because it comes from that place of honesty and distance and distance about I it I guess and distance but also so when I wrote that so um, for those of you who haven't read it which is nobody it was about drinking and uh, light rape, I would say, was discussed. <laughs> Rolling around that. And all the big topics. Well, yeah. those two, really. And then when it came out, I forgot to tell my mum that I was doing it. It's Oi. a hard read for a parent. And then I was really worried that she wasn't talking to me because she wasn't replying to my WhatsApp thing, but she hadn't read it, turns out. Ah. And then, it's just funny because it's so tragic. And yes, I sound like a sport little white girl, but I was, I was in a lovely hotel, actually, <laughs> in New Zealand. And that had come out. And then when it's come out, loads of people text me going, oh, you're so brave, which is, no, which is nice. Mm. But also I felt like, I'm not brave. That was a funny article. <laughs> and then I was, uh, so that night I was like, oh, I felt so exposed. Yeah. And so like, it was too real. And I was like, I can't take it back now. And then it's up there. And then I cried. I never cry. And I was crying boo-hoo-hoo because I thought my mum was, I th- that's the thing of shame. I thought like I'd shamed the family about being too honest and, you know, being too real and, then I cried myself to sleep like a boohoo baby. Aww. And boohoo. But the funny thing about that is, it's funny now. As I was crying myself to sleep, upset that I'd upset my mum, which is all in my head, I said, I deserve to tell my story out loud to Yay, myself. Out loud, like a weird little, I deserve to tell my story. And then I was laughing at how absurd that is. But like, you would say that if, 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 if all of this stuff is happening to someone else, that's yeah. what you would say to yeah, that yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, so I think yeah. that's really um, powerful that you were able to say it to And yourself. it was just one night. And then the next day I took myself off to Waikiki in the trees and I felt great. It's a shame, a podcast with Lou and Amy. That's nice. I liked it. So that's that. But also, the thing I was going to ask you is, oh. you, well, on this podcast, we're talking about shame. And shame. Shame. Oh, yeah. Stick a jingle in it. <laughs> Here. Oh, you see you. You should be ashamed of yourself. You should actually be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I don't think you were talking enough about your shame. I talk a lot about my shame. <laughs> well, you are a little cutie patootie. <laughs> I'm a cute top shame. <laughs> um, mm, I'm going to crack that note, a nut Ooh. open. I talked about nose picking, did I not? That is so minor. <laughs> we only get into the heart of Amy and Ed. Um. Well, I've been doing human material recently mm. about labels and one of the things is about something that I used to be really ashamed about and yeah. I probably I am in some ways and it's what I call being plus size right thank you so much mm. thank you so much thank you but um thank you for being me thank you for loving me loving you loving me <laughs> the way you do um there is I, I'm really interested in the idea that self about self-awareness yeah. and how if someone you know how you describe someone mm. i overheard someone the other day being like no she's in year nine she's blonde and she's friends with your sister like she's friends with your sister yeah. like a casual throwaway three things yeah that sort of just like defines who you are as a person yeah, yeah. through the eyes of someone else so you're just yeah. like no you do know lou no you do she's tall she's got brown hair she's a comedian you know yeah. like yeah, these yeah, three yeah, things yeah. but what are those three things in a sort of more real way so i think i say i wish I hope it's sassy. Mm. I'd love to be called sassy. Very intelligent. Should I do them for you? Okay. Okay. Really intelligent. Yeah. Cool. Someone yeah. called you very cool the other day from Taylor. What? He said she's a very cool girl. What? Yeah. Yeah. So really intelligent, really cool on your own terms. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's got a basketball cap. I'm not talking about that. Um, and really cool and funny and kind. That's four. I mean, those are all lovely things. Yeah. I can't think of anything negative. Uh, you don't, sometimes you get, you, sometimes you, I wouldn't know unless you told me, but sometimes you block yourself by yes. being too shy or like thinking things that aren't true. Yeah. But I only know that because I know you, no one else would know that. We'll cut this out. No, no, it's fine. I think that's probably true. Um, no one I mean, else I, would know that. I know that's true. I, I get I do have whole narratives running in my head that are not which is such a waste of time I'm just thinking of you such a waste of time because it's not even true it's well, such a waste of time think about, so I say sassy because I was called sassy once at university and mm, by this guy and I think what he meant was that he did not find me attractive but, ah! he, but he saw my worth <laughs> he was like not for me but you, you do you um, and uh, sassy woman it's always going to be woman is one of the three and uh, plus size and it's, it's the stand-up that I do is about how um, I spent years thinking that I was getting away with it, mm. being, like, fat, basically, that I... And I talk a bit about how fat is a sort of loaded word that means lots of different things. It, mm. it, a lot of people, it means ugly. Mm. That's not what I, I... I'm not saying I'm ugly. I'm saying that I have more fat on my body than other people. Or not even than other people. I just have fat on my body, right? Like, it's this interesting like thing. We all do. Also, but, fat yeah. is such a... I've never really thought about that properly before, but... Fat is a comparative, really, isn't it? Mm, mm, it's mm. not. It's not that you're fat; that you're fatter mm, than mm. than the norm, I guess, or the what people think is the norm. But like, for example, if someone didn't, basically, I felt like if I got through a day and no one had been like, "Lovely to see you, you're fat as well," you know, like if if, if I if it's like I don't know what I thought someone acknowledging your weight looked like, but if yeah. I thought if that didn't happen, then I got away with it. Right. So like once in a bar, a guy I asked him he could move out of the way. And he didn't give me very much space. Yeah. And instead of being insulted, I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so it's like, it's like, so that's definitely a shame thing. But it's also, it's an insane shame thing because it's like fat is an inherently visual thing. Yeah. So it's, it's just everything about that is kind of crazy. And I talk about being like a floating head. And I think a lot of people do that. 
you sort of engage with the people, your friends, your colleagues, as with your head, and you're like, I sort of see myself as a... Do you? Yeah. I, I so not, you're not in your body? Not so much. I'm better with it. I'm much better at it now. But yeah, when I was younger, definitely. you got to get in your body. But it, in, I think it's a sort of survival mechanism for young women, and probably young men as well, which is that if you live in a society that tells you that your body is not attractive you disassociate from it what can you do Fuck. other than you disassociate yeah That's or you either hate yourself yeah well i guess disassociation is partly hating yourself or you and you become obsessed with it a yeah. lot of people do that yeah but if you're trying to just get by yeah. then you kind of have to just remove yourself from the item and just bloody hell yeah so how's that for realness that's so real and i loved it yes that's so real but i've been thinking a lot about it in terms of shame because definitely so much about fat fatness is this comparative thing it's not i mean i know some people do physically hate fat but really what you hate is that you you don't fit in right yes which is what robert roland smith was saying that all shame is because you feel like you're excluded around the outside so you you're like going back to tribes and stuff that's where shame is so entrenched in us that's interesting uh, it's primeval because primeval, yeah, yep. because um, sorry, sorry, because well, yes, if you're separated from the pack, it's dangerous. That's in, interesting. In times gone by, and then still today, we don't want to be separated from the pack. So if, if someone's yeah. like, "That was wrong. You're shameful. You're a thief." Yeah. Or a, you know. I know lots of brilliant women who spend a lot of time hating their bodies in this sort of quite impressive way. In a way, it's like. They've been told by society to hate their body, and yeah. they because they're brilliant people, they do it to an mm. almost stunning degree. But, but even skinny people, like um, oh, right, I, right. it's not. Yeah. I'm not talking about fat yeah, 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 women yeah, yeah, as yeah. big as me. I'm just talking about some women. One of my friends, she couldn't conceive, and she's very thin. And she went to go and see this guy, and he was like, "You've got to make peace with your body. Why do you hate your body?" And she was like, "Because well, I feel that society is." Uh, so complimentary to thin bodies and I'm a feminist and I think yeah I've got a thin body but it doesn't do anything to get it it's just how mm. I'm born how I'm made my metabolism high so I feel like a bad feminist for congratulating myself on a thin body how so amazing so to the circle my body because yeah yeah it goes because there's no that's an important thing so often when people talk about weight they're like curves are great and it's like that's true but you're not it's not a zero sum game like, yeah basically there is no perfect body yeah there is no right way to have a body but that's what we important. are responsible for our own bodies so we've got to get in them but this is the thing and i, I some of my friends who are really like really do a lot of quite in like quite intense self-hate i think about their bodies like there's just something about it that i think partly comes from an idea that at least then you're fitting in because society yeah. tells you fat is bad so if you are any sort of size that doesn't look perfect, and yeah. they, to me they do look perfect, but they feel not right. Yeah. At least then you're fitting in by hating it. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's when someone is someone a size that people don't think is the norm, whatever is the accepted norm, and then they love it. That's mm. when people get really angry <laughs> because mm. you're doubly not doing yeah, what you're yeah. meant and to do. And also because they can't do it for them. So yeah. even you know whatever that if they're angry that someone like Le- Lena Dunham doing great work on girls love 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 that and her getting naked and being you know yeah. wearing it proudly wearing it herself proudly then and people being so hateful about that so rude 
and it's because they can't love themselves so mm. they can't do it for themselves so they're like how dare you how dare you go away from the model w- w- that we're pushing Ugh. kind of I don't know if this is a bit of a stretch but it slightly reminds me of an article I read about uh, people who support Trump who shouldn't because they're going to be the ones who are the most affected by his yeah. policies which yeah. favor the rich and part of the reason this article said is that um, the American dream is so part of people's psyche there mm. that they believe, even if they're incredibly, like, they're so close to the poverty line and that if Trump stops Medicaid as he's going to, stops healthcare in the way, that Obamacare mm. in the way that he wants to, then they will be so badly affected. They still want to vote for someone who promises tax cuts for the rich because they think they're going to be rich someday. Flipping hell. So they want, they're like, well, I'm not rich yet, but I am going to be a rich guy. Well, it's like going so when to I'm a rich guy, I want my sweet, sweet credit. <laughs> yeah. And I think partly that's a bit like how we deal with our bodies. It's like, no, no, it's fine to sell hay about fat people because very soon I'm going to be perfect. Yeah. So I, I need to believe yeah. in the system. Yeah. And we're here today. You're not, you're never going to be perfect. No, but you're not though. Nobody is. Well, so you're never going to be perfect now. because perfection is not a thing. No. So start now and then, you know. Well, I'm sure everyone does, but you should all follow the multitude of fantastic body positive Instagram accounts that are out there, whatever your gender is, mm. because some of the discussions people have on those on that level is so interesting. Oh, great! I'm going to. And also, just even seeing, it, just as a matter of like course, seeing different types of bodies yeah. on your screen because you know a screen validates also, everything. Flipping hell, like our bodies carry out I'm doing stand up about like what well, I mentioned it in stand up that our bodies carry out millions of functions all in one second. Millions, That's right? Yeah. So clever. And we are so rude to our bodies. Like they are gonna stop working if we are so rude to them, they'll go on strike. Mm. Like so many people are getting cancer and stuff and it's like if you get if you get that level of illness, that bolt out of the blue where you're like, fuck you just don't realise how lucky you were all the time before that. Yes. So enjoy your bloody body. Enjoy I your body. And if you, if you have, if you are ill, enjoy your body still. Shame, Richie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say goodbye. Come on. I really enjoyed that. I feel yeah. like you really did tease some stuff out of me, and I feel oh, very. Oh. Like I really shared. To come. I'm really gonna get into it. Next week. Really do tune in for that Robert Rowland Smith. Oh, it's so good. Well, I, I really, it made me feel like we were, we were proper bods. <laughs> <laughs> right, I need to go to the toilet. So, let's on that professional note, love you all. Love to everyone out there. Keep safe. Keep each other hugging. Keep, keep living each, your best life. Keep each other loving. And goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. Hello, I'm Dom, and I approve this podcast. Mm-hmm.